Hey there, I hope you have your sweatpants on and a fresh cup of coffee poured because today we're going to be talking about a few ways to make content creation for social media easier. Content creation, we want it to be easy peasy lemon squeezy for you, right? So the goal is to save time, reduce decision fatigue, and create highly valuable content pieces that your audience simply cannot get enough of. The first step towards these goals is to get hyper specific on who you're serving and what platforms you need to show up on. So here we are identifying and aligning with who our ideal client is. Now you may be thinking like, obviously I know who I'm targeting. Um, they are exactly who my product or service is for, but I want you to get nitty gritty with these details. I want you to know their wants, needs, and struggles like the back of your hand. You need to start infiltrating their spaces, whether that's a Facebook group, a Reddit thread, an online forum, whatever it is, and start taking note of how they're communicating. Take note of their language. So I need you to either get out a blank piece of paper or a Google sheet or a my bad, we're not doing data, we're doing a Google Doc and start to document what words and phrases they start using so you can integrate it into your content strategy. And this is for both your sales pages because obviously they're going to relate to content that they want to, or they're going to want to buy content they relate to, but also for your blog copy and your main pillar content simply because if they're searching for it then and you write about it, then SEO is going to pick that up and your SEO is going to start targeting your ideal clients without you having to do the heavy lifting. So start taking note of how they communicate with each other um, and what phrases they use. Like if, for example, let's say you are um, targeting gluten-free um, mothers, right? And you know that they are searching for things like how to create um, gluten-free meals for my kids that they'll eat and, or you see that they're typing in things like kid-friendly gluten-free recipes or um, my kid can't get enough of this gluten-free recipe or whatever it is and you can start to integrate those key phrases into your own blog content or podcast content or whatever it is that you are doing to optimize um, for SEO. The other thing that I want you to um, take note of and kind of jot down, like it's great to have this information in your head, but putting it on paper is when those light bulb moments come off. So start thinking about their psychographics as well as their demographics. So think about their buying behaviors, their learning styles, how old they are, where they're located, how much money they come in, come in, <laughs> make in a year. Um, so basically what you want to do with this information is think, Okay, so they are the main income driver of their household. So they're making the buying decisions. They're the one that they put their pants on and they go out in the morning and say, I could do whatever the hell I want and nobody else is going to talk to me because this is my money. Versus if they are in a dual income household and they have to check with their spouse to make sure that this is a financially um able purchase they can invest in whatever it is so think about their buying behaviors think about their learning styles are, are they the type of person that will lay in bed and read blog post after blog post um or are they in bed watching youtube videos are they watching youtube videos on mute and they're reading captions um think about every aspect of it and why they're doing that don't just guess 
Um, for example, last night I was laying in bed reading blog posts while my boyfriend was sleeping. And obviously if I wanted to watch a YouTube video, it would have had to be on mute because there's another person there. Um, whereas if they are on their commute to work and that's their only free time when they can really devote to learning and investing in content they want to consume, then chances are they're listening to an audiobook or a podcast on their way to work in the car. Um, so think about the ways that they consume and their lifestyle choices that will, um, really drive your content creation in the way that your audience is going to love and want more of. And that leads into your key content platform. Um, so as I said, you have to basically, well, well, let's back up. If you love writing, don't force yourself to create a podcast. If you hate being on video, don't force yourself to be on video. <laughs> Do what works for you in the beginning. And then from there, once you're starting to pick up traction and everything, you can start in integrating additional content forms. But you really just want to stick to what you are best at. It's going to be easier in the long run if you love what you're doing um, to create more of that content without being like, oh, I have to fucking make my hair look great again. Or, oh, you know, my nose is a little stuffy today. I don't think I could record this episode. So pick what works for you. And then pick a schedule that works for you. So yes, consistency is key to building like trust in your community that there will always be more information. It gives them a reason to come back to your platform to check out what's new. If you never update your blog or you never put out a podcast episode, chances are you're going to lose some of your followers because they're going to be like, oh, well, I haven't updated this in a while. Let me clear out my podcast feed or let me clear out my bookmarked um, blog posts on my or book bookmark blogs on my bookmark bar or whatever it is. Um, so you do want to build trust and like a reputation that you're going to show up with this valuable content, but at the same time, life happens and I am just the biggest person here. I preach from the choir, stay consistent, and then I will go and not practice as I preach and fall off the face of the earth and that's simply just because of bad mental health days or like I cannot focus enough to get things done. So in that regard, we are going to put systems in place to combat that. But if you know that right now it's just you, you're a solopreneur, you are doing the best you can, you know you have to create content, you are creating content, but it may not be on the most regular basis. As long as what you are uh, or creating, if you show up sporadically, it's okay. I'm going to say that right now. It's not preferred, but it is okay as long as the content that you do provide is super valuable. So if you are going to show up sporadically, don't just show up sporadically with a selfie. That's not going to help anybody. <laughs> when, if you're posting all willy-nilly when you have a good hair day or when the wind blows in the northeast direction or whatever it is, and you're just posting something to post something like an inspirational quote or whatever, that's not going to work. But if you do show up sporadically and you're providing value, and I'm talking about like big hitters, like you're coming up with like, if it's Instagram and you're coming up with this like beefy carousel post, or you're coming up with this like informational reel or an Instagram live or whatever it is, or it could be a static post with just like this awesome mega caption that is like captivating to your readers, whatever it is, if it's on social media, provide the value. If you are sporadically showing up, 
on your blog post or your podcast and you know that you tried to do a weekly episode or a monthly episode or a weekly blog post or bi-weekly blog post, whatever it is, as long as that episode or blog post or main piece of content here is providing value and is educating, informing, and not wasting your ideal customer's time, you're doing it. That's all that matters, okay? So don't stress that you're like, oh my God, I missed a week. Oh my God, I missed a day. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's okay. Provide value, show up the best you can, and don't set the expectation that you're going to be there every single day if you're not. It's as simple as that. Um, Another key thing to make your content so much easier to create is using Canva templates for graphic creation. Now, whether or not graphic design is your specialty, you may have gone to school for design like I did, and you're trained in all those Adobe programs. Guys, if it's just going on social or if it's just going on the blog, it does not have to be a fucking masterpiece, guys. Use Canva. They have proven to convert design templates. I have a few in my membership that people love. There are a ton of free ones inside Canva for free. (laughs) Um, So you don't need to take the time to worry about how to translate your idea into an aesthetically pleasing graphic. There are so many memberships out there. There are so many subscription products out there that you can get new and beautifully designed Canva graphics for you every week, every month, every day, whatever it is. Like, I can't even tell you how much easier that has made my life. It saves time. It reduces decision-making processes in my brain. So basically, I'm saving brain space for the bigger, more important task as opposed to, "Mm, does this really look good? Is this like a little funky chunky here? I don't really know if this is the right direction. Is this actually going to communicate my point very well? No, it helps you stay in your zone of genius. You can batch your specific tasks out that are easier for you. And it reduces decision fatigue. And that is the best part of it all. So invest in those Canva templates or bookmark a few of them that you know work well and very easily can um, explain your points and go from there. And I'm going to just sidebar right here and let you know about my membership, the Content Catalyst membership. This membership you get a monthly done-for-you content plan every single month. That includes caption templates, caption prompts, story prompts, as well as free stock imagery pulled to accompany these prompts and or a custom Canva graphic for those specific posts. You get a post for every single day of the month. Your entire content plan is done for you. All you have to do is copy paste, put it into your own content calendar, fill in the blanks, customize it a little bit. Or if you're following the prompts, you just have to think outside the box, but it's structured for you. There are done for you captions that just have a little plug and play mad lib situation going on. And there's some of them that are literally just copy paste done. <laughs> so you get an entire month worth of content done for your brand as well, because obviously that's not enough. You're getting a private Facebook community where you can ask any and all content and marketing related questions. You're also getting monthly group coaching calls within this community where you have 60 minutes to literally pick my brain live. Um, You can come in there. You can ask any and all questions. You can like literally show me your content plan and be like, hey, do you think this works? Are my content pillars okay? And you will get live real-time feedback as if you were a one-on-one client. 
that is the cream of the crop, guys. Did you know how much my one-on-one sessions are? A one-on-one session for an hour with me is $385. And you know what you're getting? All of this and more, by the way, I haven't, I have not finished. I have not finished (laughs) explaining all the benefits of this program, but you're only getting it for $37 a month. Okay. Like this is an insane amount of value for such a low price. And the reason for this is because I want you guys to be confident in creating content that converts. And I want content to work for you guys. You don't need to invest in paid ads. You can create organic, organic, (laughs) organic. I said that organically, organic content that drives results. So that is the content creation. Ooh, no, that is content catalyst, the membership that will streamline your content creation. And just for shits and gigs, um, the rest of the additional things that you're getting is an archive of so many masterclass trainings all about content marketing, marketing in general, email marketing, lead magnets, all the things. Um, and you get a live training once every month and you get exclusive discounts and little perks for just being a member. So If this sounds like something that you want to check out, please visit marissapanay.com slash membership, and that will bring you to learn more about it. Okay, so diving back in into the final piece of making content creation so much easier, aside from joining the membership, because clearly that is the best option. (laughs) You want to utilize your account's analytic information to review which pieces of content you've created previously that have worked best. So there's two ways to go about this. You can either see what type of content has worked wonders and just simply repurpose it. Like for example, if a post performed well um, as a reel or if just a static post performed reel, if a static post performed well, you can recreate it into a reel. If a reel performed well, try it as a carousel. so that is the like the main way to repurpose, but you can also revisit and like remix remix those content ideas for future posts. For example, you can take your long form content that's ranking real well on Google and divide those sections into bite-sized social posts. The other thing you can do is if you have a short form piece of content, aka a social post, and that is killing the game on social, beef that puppy up, put it on your blog make a podcast episode about it. You can turn short form into long form content. That's how a lot of my blog posts end up being created is when I create a social post and someone's like, wow, like this really provided so much value. I'm like, let me elaborate. I've only gotten started. (laughs) So those are things that you can find out in your analytics. You can find out what time of day people are coming on. That's also a great way to learn more about your ideal customer. Um, is seeing who's being attracted to your post. Are they female? Are they male? Are they, what age range are they? Where are they located in the world? What time are they popping on? You can also kind of infer if they are popping on early in the morning, they're probably checking social media before they start their day at work. If they are popping on at lunchtime, they're probably in the corporate world and they are on their lunch break and they're consuming your content while they are doing the daily grind. If they're kind of like whenever it is throughout their day that they have some free time, 
maybe they're an entrepreneur already and their schedule is adjusted to whatever their breaks are. So just kind of like take some guesses, um, educated guesses, of course, and kind of see where your content is showing up for your audience, what they're doing, if your hashtags, if there's specific communities that your hashtags are showing up in. And when I say communities, I mean like if you're using like hashtag virtual assistant community or like hashtag um, aspiring, entre- aspiring entrepreneur, then you can kind of guess and be like, oh, if my posts are hitting home for these people, then maybe I should target my audience or target my content to be a little more specifically geared towards this audience. Um, so things to think about when you look at your account analytics. But just to recap, we are making content so much easier by aligning with our ideal client, determining our key content platform wherever showing up, We're investing or just identifying Canva templates that make graphic creations so much easier. And we're using our account analytics to optimize and just perfect everything in the best way possible. And I do want to just say that this episode was made possible by my free content creation planning kit. Our content creation planning kit is every small business owner's blueprint to getting started with content marketing. You can register for this free resource by visiting marissapanay.com slash content dash creation dash kit. This will also be in the show notes. And I also want you to know about our favorite social media scheduling platform. So if you are posting out on social media all the time and you know that you like to schedule your posts and you're on multiple platforms, try out Sendable. This is an all-in-one social media management tool that I use for my clients and my digital marketing agency, as well as for my own brand across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I actually think they also integrate with like Pinterest, but I don't use that feature, but they also um, link up with your Google Analytics. You can really see how social is driving your web traffic. It's great. I love it. There is a direct link in the show notes for you guys to visit. Um, and that is Sendable, the social media management tool. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you are comfy in your sweatpants. <laughs>